0: Hello, Hipsy, and welcome to the first episode of Seeds to Serve. I'm Chick Catherine, and I'm Undenis. And we're here to talk about the first gospel, which is Jesus teaches us giving God what belongs to God. So this is a pretty packed, even though it is short, gospel, and I think Undenis can attest to that.
1: Yeah, so this gospel, at the surface level, it seems like it makes sense but then if you really start to drill deep into it um, there's a lot of nuances to it there's a lot of different interpretations as well as themes that you could really dive into and some of them may make more sense than others
0: Mm -hmm. so i'm just going to summarize it if you haven't read it and we'll get going so it starts off with the pharisees asking jesus whether it is lawful to pay their taxes jesus knows he's being tested and tells them to show him the coin they used to pay and he says Whose image is this and whose inscription? And the Pharisees respond, Caesar's. Jesus then says, Then repay to Caesar what belongs to Caesar and to God what belongs to God. The two most important lines from this, I believe, is Whose image is this and whose inscription? And then Jesus finally saying, Then repay to Caesar what belongs to Caesar and to God, what belongs to God. So Pharisees, pretty complicated. And Dennis, do you know what a Pharisee is?
1: Um, Not quite, but I do realize that in there, they did send off the Herodians. And those specifically are people that are under King Herod, which we have seen numerous times in the gospel before.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I also, I think we often hear about Pharisees, but most of the time I can visualize them and I know what they look like because I've seen them in some Catholic films, but I never really knew what they actually did. I just knew they were groups of older people who wore similar things. If you think of what the Greeks looked like and they were togas and it's people like Aristotle and Plato, I think of them as that kind of people. They come into groups and they think about things. But Pharisees are kind of the more religious and they focus more on Judaism. So how does this apply to you? This Saturday, hopefully you will have completed your introductions. So how do you define yourself as a hippie, As a person, what do you think of yourself as? So. And Dennis and I are going to share a little bit of how we define ourselves. So, and Dennis, would you like to share first?
1: Sure. So this is a pretty ambiguous question, right? It's a pretty vague question on, like, who are you? There's so many ways that you can really explore and answer what you think yourself is. And for me, this has changed over the years, and I'm sure, and I hope that it has changed for everyone too. So one of the things that's really highlighted um, I guess my identity of who I am has been taking a personality test through my work and it's not a free test unfortunately so it is something paid it's called the Gallup Strengths Finder and knowing these traits about myself are what help really define where my qualities lie and I use those to make myself a better person so for me these five traits these top five at least from the test that I took Uh, classified me as an achiever, a wooer, someone that's good at communication, the trait of command, and the trait of significance. All of those, I feel like, define who I am better than just the normal traits of, oh, he's an engineer, he's a boy, he's a Catholic. And don't get me wrong, those things are not insignificant whatsoever. Going beyond just the scope of who am I as just physical traits or traits that are tied to me through my career and whatnot, I feel like it's important to establish what our traits are in those descriptors that are not necessarily seen immediately.
0: Yeah, I like that. And what Andenis was saying about how, how he identifies himself has changed over time because we change over time. And I remember when Andennis shared his, I guess, results of the quiz to me, I thought it was actually pretty accurate. So, um, I mean, you got to pay for it we all don't have those funds luckily his company does but yeah so how do I define myself is I'll take it to the basic level first of how like maybe when I was your age how would I define myself I as a junior senior probably defined myself as a student a good friend Probably a pianist and a daughter to my parents and a sister to my sister, and like on Dennis, that has changed too of uh, while I am still a student, I am no longer a pianist, or at least I wouldn't define myself as one i I would define myself as an English major, a when and Stuff along those lines. But taking it a step further, of for both of us, and Dennis and myself, he, his quiz and what he resonated with most, I forgot, was it a, an achiever? Can you repeat that one, the one you vibed with?
1: Yeah, that would be uh, significance.
0: Ah, yes, significance. Yeah, so for him, it would be that. And for me, taking it a step further, and for Dennis too, I think the running current of everything that defines us on that surface level is being a child of God. And how that is kind of the ultimate identifier and what runs our every action and our every thought. And if we are all these things, then... How are we one thing? If I am a student, a daughter, a friend, how do I also pack on a child of God, either on top of all of this or a running current through all of this? That is the question of how do we remain genuine to ourselves and have an integrity when it comes to each of these little things? So I'm going to backtrack it to the gospel and that sentence that I thought we should pay attention to. And it's whose image is this and whose inscription? And that was when Jesus asked them to show him the coin and they replied, Caesar's. And you give that coin with Caesar's face on it to the government because that's who it belongs to. That's whose image is on it, and that's whose inscription is on it. But for ourselves, we are made in the image of God, and we are children of God. We are made in his image. Whose image are we of, and whose inscription do we have? We were created by God, and that is who we belong to. So when Jesus says, repay to Caesar what belongs to Caesar, and to God what belongs to God, we, as students, we do our homework, and that's what makes us a good student. As a son or daughter, we do good things for our parents, and that's what makes us a good son or daughter. So how do we pay to God what belongs to God? How do we offer ourselves to God? We do that by praying by talking to him and by doing good things in God's name. And that's how you tie it all together, because your physical self, you can offer that to the world, but your whole physical and soul and spiritual self, it belongs to God because that's who created it. And in terms of integrity because that was the entire theme of this gospel how would you define integrity and dennis or what comes to mind when you think of integrity
1: so this kind of is a interesting word for me like it applies differently than it does for um many other people i want to think because having been in the career that i work in so for those that don't know yet i work in it And integrity is a big term in there for many of the same reasons. So um, when it comes to security and how you manage things and just with the fact that so many things are capable of being faked these days, right? Um, Things are doctored, they're photoshopped, they're edited through CGI. Integrity is a big thing and it's a big thing of how do I trust that this is legitimate? You can take that philosophy and those um, beliefs into the human aspect and you bring it to a human scale it's an interesting take on integrity Um, you know how do you know that this is not compromised how do you know that this is still true to what it uh, to their core beliefs to what it's supposed to represent actually and factually not necessarily a matter of being true which it is but it's more so the fact that it is properly represented. It's a representative of what it's supposed to convey. So kind of like how you were saying that what you would describe yourself as your definition of yourself has changed over the years, things may change, but you can still be in my professional career and how integrity is defined there versus how I see it versus how a lot of other things may define it. But I guess to me, it's just it's still representative of what it is originally supposed to show. It doesn't augment in a better or a worse way than it truly actually is.
0: Mm -hmm. I agree with all those definitions. And for me personally, what I think integrity is, and piggybacking off of what Andenis said, I think integrity is essentially not cheating other people. And what the Pharisees were saying of should they pay their taxes and whether it's lawful, lawful or, or not. Integrity, what they were trying to get at is whether they should. But while integrity is not cheating other people, it's also important to not cheat yourself. And I thought what Andennis was saying about being true in all forms was really I guess, true. And in order to stay true to yourself, I've, I've said this to people before, and if you haven't heard me say it, then you're hearing me say it now. In order to stay true to myself, what I personally like to keep as a continuous mantra in my mind is to do and be. So everything that I do, I do to align with who I want to be and vice versa, who I want to be and who I define myself as should be reflected in what I do. So as a child of God, what I said was our ultimate identity. If I define myself as a child of God, then what I do reflects that. And that same thing. I can't just do and have it be inauthentic and do it with, I am doing everything I do as a child of God and to serve and to love. But I also have to embody that and they have to go hand in hand or else I'm not being authentic or being genuine and not having that integrity towards other people. And above all that, I am also not being genuine with myself. And at that point, you're only cheating yourself. So yeah, that's, that's what I have to say about integrity. Do you have any other thoughts on Dennis?
1: No, and that's, that's a really good, a very blunt way to phrase it, but it's also a very, I guess it's the cold hard truth. And for a lot of things, I feel like that's what we eventually need. Um, and I'm not gonna really try to down talk like society or you know those people say oh these days people are too soft and whatnot but yeah it's being real with yourself and not trying to pretend to be something that you're not it's not trying to over exaggerate what you are or are not and you know it's being honest with others and ultimately it all trickles down or trickles up to your relationship with jesus
0: all right well that's all for today thank you I'm Dennis for sharing your thoughts and for joining me on this ride.
1: <laughs> of course. Thank you for having me, G. Catherine.
0: All right. Goodbye, Hipsy, and catch you on Saturday. Goodbye.
1: Bye. Hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. It's
0: not good news, it's the best news ever.